The final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Congratulations to the BYU women's basketball team. 73-64 winners today in Stanford over Auburn. Cougars now awaiting their opponent. They will wait to find out who wins between Stanford and UC Davis. Obviously, as the number two seed in the host school, you would certainly expect it to be the Stanford Cardinal. Uh, That game should be getting underway in about 15 or 20 minutes. Usually have the 30-minute cooling off period. Uh, But uh, we shall see. Again, everybody anticipates. Anticipating it would be BYU and Stanford coming up on Monday. A fantastic game for BYU. Second half, things got a little close. BYU had a 15-point lead with just about seven minutes to go. And Auburn, as a good team, I mean, these teams in the postseason, they're there because they are a good basketball team. They've had fantastic seasons and deserve to be there. And I know that the Tigers had a couple of players injured, uh, and that obviously uh, probably contributed to some of their play tonight, but you knew they were going to make a run. BYU was able to hold on. Brenna Chase was fantastic with 19 points. Shaylee Gonzalez was 17, a career high for Caitlin Aldridge with 14. And don't forget, Paisley Johnson fouled out of this game. She wasn't even in the game down the stretch, which makes the win. And the fact that BYU was able to hold off Auburn down the stretch even more impressive. Congratulations to Jeff Judkins, the entire coaching staff, and all of the BYU players. And uh, how about the if you were watching, uh, if you had kind of had the BYU radio and the TV going at the same time, if you're able to see some of the pictures, lots of BYU fans there. Steve Young in attendance. Clearly this means Steve Young's going to have to come back on Monday uh, to, uh, to be part of the crowd again. Just a great day for BYU, and now they move on to the second round of the NCAA tournament. All right. Let's update you on other action going on right now in the uh, women's side of the NCAA tournament. Uh, Four-seed Oregon State taking on 13-seed Boise State. The Beavers right now with a 10-6 lead. That game early, though, still just about four minutes to go in the first half. Everything else so far is a final. Number one seed Notre Dame defeats Bethune-Cookman 92-50. It was Maryland on top of Radford 73-51. Three-seed NC State 11 better, or rather 12 better than 14 seed Maine at 63 to 51. Syracuse defeats Fordham 70 to 49. Number five, Gonzaga. Obviously, BYU knows how to beat Gonzaga. Maybe they could have given uh, Little Rock a couple of pointers seeing as how the Cougars beat Gonzaga all three meetings this year. It was 68-51 in favor of the Zags over Little Rock. Kentucky defeating Princeton 82 to 77. Six seed UCLA defeats 11 seed Tennessee 89-77. It's not very often that uh, you see the uh, volunteers going out in the first round of the NCAA tournament. It was Missouri State, the 11 seed, upsetting DePaul 89-78. South Dakota State, South Dakota State defeating Quinnipiac 76-65. It was Michigan State on top of Central Michigan, the 9 defeating the 8 seed 88-87. Cal defeating North Carolina by 20, 92-72. Coming up later on tonight, as I mentioned, in just about 15 minutes, number 2 seed Stanford and 15 seed UC Davis. Baylor and Abilene Christian uh, should be getting in a way in just a few minutes. Also in about 5 minutes, it's Iowa State and New Mexico State. All right, to the men's side of things. Games in progress right now. West region, second-round matchup between Florida and Michigan. Wolverines... 
leading the Florida Gators by a point right now. It is 27-26, four minutes to go in the first half. Some finals from earlier today. Kentucky defeating Wofford 62-56. to It was LSU outlasting Maryland 69-67. to Games uh, getting underway here in uh, the next little while. It is the 12-4 matchup between Florida State and Murray State. Number one seed Gonzaga in Salt Lake City at Vivint Smart Home Arena taking on nine seed Baylor. It's a game that will tip off in Salt Lake at about 5:10 Mountain Time. Michigan State, the two seed, taking on Minnesota at 5:45 Mountain Time. Purdue and Villanova later on tonight. Also in Salt Lake City, the uh, the later game at 7:40 Mountain Time will be the four seed Kansas and five seed. Auburn. All right, uh, we'll take a quick break. Still waiting for some of the Auburn players and coaches to uh, come to the podium. Uh, if they come to the podium uh, while I'm still on the air, we'll let you hear from uh, from some of those players as Auburn loses to BYU 73-64. to We will certainly let you hear from head coach Jeff Judkins and some of the players as they take the podium a little bit later on. They're going to have the losing team go first, and then the winning team will go later. Regardless, we'll uh, have more postgame from Stanford with players and coaches all coming up. BYU advancing on to the next round. They defeat the 10-seed Auburn 7 73-64. We'll take a quick break. We'll have more of Cougar Postgame Live coming up on the other side. We'll let you know what's going on with BYU baseball and a quick preview of men's volleyball taking on a very good Hawaii team at the Smithfield House tonight. It's all coming up next on Cougar Postgame Live on BYU Radio. This is Cougar Postgame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The BYU Cougars defeating Auburn 73-64. Cougars advancing on to the second round. They will face either Stanford or UC Davis. In the meantime, let's head back to Maples Pavilion at the podium for Auburn. Terry williams Flanoy, the head coach of the Tigers, as well as uh, Janiah McKay and Unique Thompson. Let's listen in as, uh, as the Tigers talk to the press after their loss to the Cougars. I think it starts with our, you know, aggressiveness. Um, I don't think we were as aggressive in the first half um, than in the second half. Um, We turned up the pressure in the fourth quarter, but, um, you know, playing the whole game like that would have been ideal for our style of play. Uh, Unique or Janiya or both. Uh, What was the scouting report about them defensively? I mean, I could see they're trying to get hands on balls and stuff like that, but... Coming in, what did you expect from them defensively, and then what did you see out on the court? Um, we expected them to play, you know, zone. Um, we could have had more, you know, ball movement, getting the ball, you know, inside out. Um, we just had to, like, move the ball. You know, our shots really weren't falling today. Um, you know, that would have that would have helped. Um, but, you know, you have to play through that. You know, you can't – your shots are not always going to fall. So that's when we turned to our defense. And like I said, up in the pressure in the fourth quarter, you know, gave, gave us a boost. But, you know, we wanted to keep that momentum from the first half to the second half. Yeah, Unique, what, what was it like out there in the post playing against a, a six seven player, pretty rare side in college basketball? And, and did that maybe – Caused you guys a little some some issues there, especially in that third quarter, as you were trying to go inside. Or, um, I mean, I just seen it as another post player. Honestly, I knew she had the height advantage over me, so I tried to get her on the move. And even though she was on the move, they still weren't calling the fouls that I thought were fouls. So I realized that I had to use more of contact and just playing through it. So we knew that she was down there and that 
she was going to be effective in that she was a shot blocker. I mean, she's 6'7". Who wouldn't block shots if they're that tall? But we just knew that we had to get our guards going. And it wasn't much so about me. I just wanted to crash, honestly. I wanted to get rebounds, and I wanted to score that way. So my guard shots wasn't really falling. So it was kind of hard to do both. Janiyah, what do you think uh, sort of sparked the, the comeback there in the fourth quarter? Uh, I would say, you know, our sense of urgency. You know, this one and done, want to go home. Um, you know, we've always been taught, you know, never to give up, to always, you know, keep fighting. And, you know, with our motto being a team of excellence, um, no matter if your back is against the wall, you have to continue to push through. Janiyah, when you look back on this season and on your career, what what memories are you going to have, especially having gone to the NCAA tournament three out of your four seasons at Auburn? Uh, definitely have a lot of memories. Um, you know, each team has been different. Um, I have a lot of sisters that I've made, friends for life. Um, you know, it's bittersweet. Uh, you hate that this is your, you know, your last game, but you know, I wanted to, you know, leave a legacy of always, you know, working hard, you know, having character, um, you know, being a strong black woman, you know. So I'm really, you know, excited about the future of this program. And now it's, you know, it's the next step. <laughs> next, and, you know, the real world is next. So I'm re- very excited, you know, for that. <laughs> Seeing how there are no additional questions for the student athletes, we will dismiss you at this time. Thank you. Thank you. And we will now take questions for Coach. Coach, with the pressure in the first half, BYU seemed to handle it pretty well in the third quarter. And then in the fourth quarter, what, what did you guys do to, to turn that up on them? I'm not really sure that our pressure in the first half was as as strong as it needed to have been. I thought we were a little passive there. Um, Not saying that BYU wouldn't have handled it at that point, but if you look at the two quarters, it definitely wasn't as aggressive as it was in in the fourth quarter. Um, Kind of the same question I asked uh, the players. Uh, What were they doing defensively? Um, and, and was that what you saw on the scouting report coming in? Yeah, we knew they wouldn't. I mean, even though they were a man-to-man team, we knew that they wouldn't play us man-to-man. They would probably start out man-to-man like they did, but I didn't think that they were staying man-to-man very long and would play zone. Um, then they played zone majority of the game. We, we you know, with the zone, you got to knock down shots. You got to attack the zone. I thought we kind of stood around just a little too much, and, and the offense became very stagnant. All right, that was Auburn head coach Terry Williams-Flanoy. Before her, you heard from a couple of the players for the Tigers, Janiah McKay and Unique Thompson. Auburn's season is done. BYU gets the win, 73-64. Cougars advancing on to the second round of the NCAA tournament. They will face Stanford or UC Davis. Certainly as the number two seed, you would expect Stanford to win their game today, which is set to get underway in just a few minutes uh, right there in Stanford. The host school... Good team. You would certainly expect a BYU-Stanford matchup coming up on Monday. But 
We shall see. It is March Madness. That's why they call it this month mad, because crazy things happen. So we'll have to wait and see how things play out there in Northern California. BYU getting the win, led by Brenna Chase with 19 points, 17 points for the freshman phenom, Shaylee Gonzalez. Caitlin Aldridge with a career-high 14 points. Big win for the BYU Cougars. Other action going on today on campus. BYU baseball right now looking to sweep the Portland Pilots. The Cougars came into this three-game series with a record of one and two in conference play, and they're well on their way to improving that by three because they're about to sweep the Portland Pilots. The game is in the bottom of the eighth inning at Miller Park. It is 11-1 in favor of the BYU Cougars. Uh, this team playing really well right now and holding a very potent offensive team in Portland to next to nothing. This is a team that was averaging seven runs a game coming into this series. They have scored a total of three runs in all three games. BYU's pitching has been phenomenal. But right now in the bottom of the eighth, uh, Cougars looking to close this one out in the top of the ninth. They lead 11-1. to They've got four games next week. Oregon and then a three-game series against St. Mary's. Coming up tonight at 7 o'clock Mountain Time, number 8 BYU men's volleyball looking to rebound after a, kind of a head-scratcher. Well, not kind of a head-scratcher. It was a head-scratcher. Losing to McKendry last night in four sets. Uh, BYU looking to bounce back, and it's not going to be easy. They're taking on the number 2 team in the country, taking on Hawaii. That is a match that you will be able to watch on BYU TV, again, at 7 p.m. Mountain Time, 9 Eastern. One other note, BYU football held its uh, open practice today at the old Provo High School, now the I guess the new BYU West Field. Uh, four TD drives for Jaron Hall, the, uh, the backup quarterback, but getting most of the reps uh, right now because of the injury to Zach Wilson. He looked Looked great by all accounts, and uh, hey, who knows? Maybe he's got time to get over to the baseball field and play one inning. Who knows? It seems like the guy can do everything. The guy's—he's just that good of an athlete. But uh, a great day for uh, for Jaron Hall. Spring practice will continue. Don't forget, also Friday coming up this week, BYU football's NFL Pro Day, and that's something you can also watch on BYU TV. All right, that is going to do it for us here in our BYU Radio studios. Coming up on the other side, we're going to get you back to Maples pavilion at stanford california we'll have more post-game uh, comments from players and coaches on the byu side as they join Kristen kozlowski and greg rubel that is a wrap for cougar post-game live byu getting the win advancing on to the second round by a final score of 73 to 64 cougar locker room show coming your way next your final again 73 64 and you heard it all right here on byu radio utahns love staying active and intermountain Healthcare is here to help keep it that way Because maybe you can't lift 500-pound plates like a lineman, but you might have what it takes to scale Olympus. Maybe you got three-foot range instead of three-point, but you can handle three feet of powder. It's a way of life. And if there's ever a setback, we're here to get the Cougs and you back out there. Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU athletics. Learn more at intermountainsportsmed.org. Let's get you back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. NCAA tournament first round action here at Stanford. BYU winner 73-64 over Auburn. Time now for our Sport Court courtside interview brought to you by Sport Court. Champions start here. Learn how to design yours at sportcourt.com. And today's courtside interview comes a little bit uh, away from courtside. Back in the press room, Coach Jeff Judkins, Caitlin Aldridge, and Brenner Chase talking to reporters after today's win. Got upset with each other, but they didn't. They bounced back, and that's 
what they've done really all year. And these two next to me, I mean, a softball player is starting for me and scoring points. That's awesome. But congratulations to them. Um, talk about the first part of the game, first maybe half of the first quarter. Uh, you guys, you're, you're getting killed on the boards, they're, but they're missing their shots. And uh, maybe midway through the quarter, some adjustments that looked like you guys made. So just for both of you, what kind of adjustments did you make there in the first quarter? Um, I would have to say that we just kind of had to get used to playing against their pressure and kind of how they played. We don't play a lot of teams with their quickness and their their size and rebounding, and so um, I think we kind of just had to adjust to it, and once we got there, we were all right from there on out. Yeah, I think, especially since we play small and they just have those two big posts down below, it took us a while to get into the rotation where we were getting everybody boxed out and grabbing those boards, but we did find it, which is really good, and we used it. Brennan, you guys were down 11-5 early, and you took a three-pointer kind of insisting that seemed like five feet beyond the line. Yeah, do you remember that shot, and, and how big was that for you guys to take that? I mean, just take us through that shot. Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't usually know where I'm shooting it from, but <laughs> <laughs> if I get an open look, I'm going to put it up. I believe in myself. Um, shooters got to shoot, and so I took it, and my team believed in me, and so that was nice. <clears throat> Caitlin, third quarter, you guys really took off. You were part of that, uh, got a three-pointer and mm-hmm. you know, a couple of layups, I think, off the break. What, what did you guys maybe make adjustment-wise at halftime? Why did that third quarter turn out so well? Um, I think at halftime we came in and we talked about where our openings were going to be in the press and in our offenses, and we just executed 100% right when we came out. We ran a couple of plays that Judd drew up that we executed on, and we just started pushing in their press and hitting the open gaps, and it really helped. Kaylin, you had 14 points. It's usually not a stat that, that where your biggest contribution c- comes from, but what was going right for you scoring-wise? I was yeah. just running the floor, which um, being the big that has to take it out a lot, I don't get that opportunity as much. But when they were missing their boards and we were able to run, I kind of was able to get up there and be like a guard again and get some of those layups. So. Um, the defensive game plan, it looked like you guys played a little bit more uh, uh, Zone there, uh, as a, but but it was aggressive. You guys were getting hands on shots, hands on uh, on passes. Uh, so can you talk about that a little bit? Just you know what what you were trying to accomplish there. Well, we actually practiced a lot of man this week, but um, our zone has always kind of been our fallback too, and it's always been very aggressive. And so I think once we went into that, they didn't necessarily know how to handle it, and it was really good for us. It, it definitely helped us to keep them from getting to the bucket, which they're very good at. Yeah, when we can keep Sarah and Chalet in the paint, it's that's you can't get in there. So, third quarter really turned the game around. Kind of was the mark of the game for you guys. But what happened, to you guys? Out of, out of halftime, what were the adjustments, and what led to that big third quarter? Um, I think we talked a lot about not fouling, mm-hmm. rebounding, and getting back in transition. We had been able to break their press, but once we finally got some boards on the defensive end, we were able to push the ball more. Like Kate said, she was running the floor well, and we got a lot of looks in transition in the third quarter. Mm -hmm. The last one right here. 
Yeah, Brenna, you're normally known as a shooter. You put up a lot of points. You put up some good points today, but you also had a couple of block shots. And defensively, I see Caitlin nodding her head. I think she's yep. agreeing with me. But defensively, <laughs> something was was different, especially in those middle two quarters. Just just what was kind of your mindset, I guess, on the defensive end? Um, I mean, I want to help my team as much as I can, and so I'm going to do everything I can in my power to tip the ball, get steals, keep my man in front of me. I'm just trying to do my part on the defensive end. Uh, we'll now dismiss the student athletes at this time. Thank you very much. See you guys. <laughs> Thank you guys. So I'm alone. And now we'll take questions for coach. Well, coach, why don't you talk about the adjustments there uh, midway through the first quarter? After uh, kind of they got off to the the good start on the rebounding and they're kind of disrupting you guys a little bit with their pressure. Um, kind of what Brenda said, we worked all week really playing our man to man against them. We felt our man could contain them and do a good job of keeping them off the boards. Um, as we well know, things change in games, and when Sarah got her second foul, it really forced me to do some things I didn't want to do. And then Paisley got her second foul, and so I had to be careful with that. Um, and so we went in the zone, and I could tell they were struggling a little bit attacking it and thought, hey, we'll play it until they start hitting shots and whatever. And they really um, kind of got them at a rhythm where they weren't. I think the one thing it did, for some reason, it helped us get some rebounds better, maybe because Sarah was more in the middle and not running out there guarding pick on balls. Maybe that was part of it. But um, the one thing we have, a lot of people don't notice until they play us, is we have size in the middle, and my guards, Shaley and Brenner, are very, very long. And they showed that tonight with blocking shots, with contesting shots, with getting inflections. And um, next year when I get this young freshman to figure things out, we'll be long everywhere, and that will make a big difference. But tonight I thought they did a really good job with being active. We got beat through penetration too much, but the most part we were very, very active. Brenna's been good um, most games, but it seemed to, uh, today that she just kind of led the charge and just came out with a really strong mentality. Can you just comment more on her play and what she was able to do in leading you guys? Well, I think I think you saw a player that didn't panic with the pressure. That's why I put her back as my crack back to start the game because I knew Shaylee would drive it up and they'd trap her and she'd throw it back. And I put my best player in that position who can make decisions. And as you notice tonight, she made deep diagonal passes, sideline passes, and middle passes. And then she's gifted enough. If she's got pressure, she can dribble it. The problem when they started getting us the fourth quarter is she wasn't getting the ball. She was, they were denying her, and, and she wasn't getting it. But Brenna's done that all year. Her point guard instincts has really paid off for us in a lot of these games because I really have two point guards, Shaylee and her, that have been used to doing that, and that made a big difference tonight. Um, but Brenna, everybody thinks Brenna's, Brenna's jump shot, Brenna that, but really when it comes down to it, Brenna's the best passer of pick and roll on our team, and she's the best passer of making decisions ahead of her. And um, I think some of those things people just don't really un- understand. But the last three games, Brenna's played really good for us, and she has to. You're in the NCAA tournament, you're, you're playing – the best teams in the country, you've, you've got to show up and you've got to be able to play and do the things that you, that you the team counts on you. Like tonight was not Paisley's night, but Brenna 
and Caitlin and these guys stepped it up, and that's why this team's been so successful. Uh, Coach, one of the things you talked about and your players talked about this week was playing your game. Did you feel like the first half that things were you were playing your game but not making shots, and then that changed in the second half? What, what did you do in the, especially that third quarter to really play your game? Well, I, I think the first half, especially the first quarter, there were three things we wrote up on the board to really concentrate on this game. One was uh, turnovers and not giving them turnovers for easy baskets. The second was offensive rebounds and not letting them put back. And the third was fouls. It's funny as a coach, when you write those three, three things up on the board, for some reason they seem just to let those three things happen. You know, maybe next time I need to write something else and they'll focus on that. But uh, the timeout, I think the five-minute timeout that came over and I just told them, I said, look it, we talked about these three things. We are not doing it. We've, if we want to win this game, we've got to change. And uh, I think they've, they, they've taken a lot – my advice during the year and really try to listen and do it. And I, th- I think they came out and really focused on that. Chalet was a big part of that first half. Sarah gets two fouls, and that's what people don't realize. I got a kid who started for two-thirds of the season sitting on the bench who's been a seasoned kid and came in, and I thought she played outstanding. She's not as good in the zone as active because she didn't have the length, but offensively she rolls the basket very, very hard, and she sets – tough screens. Like tonight, she set a couple of screens and got herself open for it. So that's what this team's done all year. Um, and, you know, we kind of we kind of do the bigs by committee. And um, they, they've all really, really done their part. Late in the game, a uh, couple of breakdowns against the press. Uh, kind of the Sarah hands the ball off trying to. And uh, they get back into it and they get down to, I think, four. Yeah, and uh, uh, was there any adjustment at that point, or was it just, "Hey, we're going to be fine. Just keep doing what we're doing"? Or I, yeah, I really tried to not use Sarah as much as we did earlier because of of the pressure. I tried to get it in in my guard's hands a little bit more and tried to dribble through it a little bit better. That's where Brenna, I think, helped us and Maria. You know, Sarah Sarah will learn. She hasn't had this kind of pressure where she gets it and everybody's running at her and she's just kind of panicked. But one thing she's very good at, and we're, we're lucky to have it, is she's a big target. You know, you get stuck, and there's your outlet. Just throw it up in the, up in the air and let her go get it. And she'll get a lot better at getting stronger and pivoting and making those decisions because she really is a very good passer. You probably noticed tonight she got a couple of really good rebounds, and being off balance, she kicked it out to, to either Brenna or, or Shaley, and they hit a three. And, She's really good at that, and so she should be good in the press where she can flash and make those decisions. you, you got to give – I mean, Auburn, <laughs> they're quick, you know, and we really don't see that. I mean, we, we don't see that, you know, in our league. And, and to be able to play with those kind of athletes, and it's not just the guards. Their bigs are athletic, and they can move and trap, and it's, 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 it's really hard. And i got a freshman point guard – who played at Arizona probably didn't see it either, and it, it's tough. And hopefully, this will get us better for for the coming future for us. Thanks, Coach. Okay, thanks for having us. Thank you. All right, that is BYU head coach Jeff Judkins, and we'll have more from Jeff as he joins Kristen Kozlowski and me courtside here at Maples Pavilion at Stanford University. So you've heard the Auburn postgame press conference, the BYU postgame press conference, and coming up next, it'll be our BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show. 
Brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Coach Jeff Judkins coming off his sixth NCAA tournament win will join us after this break. So we'll take a break. We'll come back, and we'll have Juddy joining us courtside. BYU is a winner over Auburn today. 73-64 to advance to the round of 32, the second round of the NCAA tournament. We'll find out later today what time that game will be on Monday evening. I believe either 4 or 6.30 p.m. Pacific time where the time's listed. It'll be against the winner of Stanford and UC Davis. And right now it's all Stanford. 15-2 over UC Davis, a little more than halfway through quarter number one. So, Coach Judkins coming up from courtside here on BYU Radio. Let's get you back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU today improves to 6-12 and all time in the NCAA tournament. Coach Jeff Judkins improves to 6-8 and in the dance as BYU defeats Auburn by a final score of 73-64. to BYU's win streak is now nine games and the Cougars move on to Monday night in the second round against either Stanford or UC Davis. Stanford 19, UC Davis 4, our score early in game number two here at Maples Pavilion. Greg Rubel and Kristen Kozlowski joining at courtside and joining us now is the head coach of the BYU Cougars, Jeff Judkins. Juddy, congrats. Thanks, Greg. That was really nice. Uh, boy, just getting a little nervous there. <laughs> but, you know, I thought we handled the pressure very well the, most of the game until right at the end there. Part of it is we lost Paisley, and she she was a good outlet for us. And, um, but we just, we just uh, sped up a little bit too much, and maybe that's our young team, you know, not understanding what's going on with it. But I was really proud of the way we handled it. Um, their midcourt trap didn't really affect us at all tonight. Um, and then I think, you know, we our, our zone was a big difference tonight. I, I didn't know how much I was going to use it. I really didn't. We played man all week. But when Sarah gets two fouls, it kind of forces me right. sometimes. And, uh, man, when Chile came in. She was great. Came in and really played well for yeah, us tonight. She did. And they were making a ton of shots early. Probably felt like you could actually try some zone, see how it worked out against them, right? Correct, correct. And they were really hurting us on fouls, and they were hurting us on rebounds. And sometimes when you go in that zone, it'll cut down the fouls because you're not running out there guarding them. And secondly, with Sarah and Chalet sitting in the middle of the zone, you have a better chance of maybe getting those rebounds. So that was kind of the reasoning, too. You know, I think about it, if, if, if you're a team that grabs an offensive rebound, you want to get at least one point for every offensive rebound. And if you force a turnover, you want to get at least one yeah. point. Off the, and they were they were under one on the averages on both offensive oh, rebounds really? yeah. and, and off the turnovers. Yeah, I think part of it, they got them, and Sarah was there, maybe blocked it or made them hesitate. Um, until the end, we didn't turn the ball over, really gave them opportunities. Some of our turnovers early in the game were – throwing the ball out of bounds like backcourt like throwing it like Brenda threw one to Paisley that was long we threw one to somebody else that was open in the corner and went over him um, those are things we talked about it Greg before the game we can not turn the ball over where they can get baskets we're going to have turnovers um, that's the key tonight and I know right now if they'd have played us man to man half court we would have won by 30 right right they couldn't guard I mean, we ran three plays tonight and it's the like, pick and roll up top. Yeah, like they didn't know what was coming on. Mm-hmm. And we could have, and that's where I'm hoping in the future that my team will get. Mm-hmm. That they'll understand to pull it out and run our stuff and make these guys guard our stuff. And, you know, the way you learn that is by going against it and doing it. Right. Well, your last NCAA tournament win coming in was 2014 when the team went to the Sweet 16. How does this team compare to that team and how does it help the confidence going forward? It's very similar. Yeah. 
we don't have the inside presence, but we have three guards that are more capable of scoring in three different ways. I have a bench that's deep, and they can bang. Like, if we have to play Stanford, we, we can go big and bang, and and then I can go small. I got Kaylin who can spread it out. And, you know, I didn't get to use Bobble tonight. I wanted to use her tonight, but it's just the way Caitlin was playing. I just couldn't, I couldn't risk it. But, you know, that, that's where this team is special, is I have so many different weapons, both offensively and defensively, and I think that's what made this team good. So many things you talked about in our pregame chat are what we saw in the game itself, including, you said at one point, the first five, ten minutes might be a little shaky, you yeah. thought, for your guys. And that's kind of what we saw tonight. Yeah. You know, you've seen his practice, Greg, and you saw what we were trying to do and how we were trying to break the press. And I thought they did a really good job with that. We just came out a little flat. And, you know, when you're not ready to – when you come out flat, sometimes you foul. That's kind of what you do. You foul. Right. You're out of position. So you foul, and, and we just we just can't do that. we got to come out more ready to go. And I think getting this game, you notice we played Pepperdine. It was kind of the same thing, that long layoff. And then the next night we played Gonzaga. We were much better. It's crazy how this works. Time is nice, but time affects you. It's like they're not used to playing a game with lights and all this for for nine days. It affects them because they're used to playing all the time. And, um, you can sit in the pro, so I know it's not just my team. Yeah, and that leads me to the next question. You've won nine straight now, and you're the only team that really advances that doesn't play on Sunday. So you're waiting the winner of UC Davis and Stanford. How do you think that affects the team not playing tomorrow? We've been blessed. You know, uh, we're used to it. We've done it several times since I've been a coach. Uh, my girls understand it. They're a very quick-learning team. We'll go through our stuff. And they'll pick it up. They're they're amazing what they can do uh, with that quickly. And um, the nice thing about it is we're not going to be in our feet tomorrow running around. We're going to have fresh legs like like we like we usually have had in these games. And um, I just hope we can keep that up. Well, you personally are two and zero coaching on this floor now. <laughs> and. Uh... Yeah. And you're going to get a third game here Monday night. We don't know what time yet. We'll find out soon. Maybe you already know. They told no, you the time. Okay, I so, heard. so we don't know yet. Now, Stanford's got the early 20-point lead on UC Davis. Let's presume you're going to get the higher seed, Stanford, uh, on Monday night. A quick couple thoughts maybe of what you might see from this team that's got a big lead early here. Well, they have they have the best big probably in the West in Smith. She's the most versatile big in the country. She can shoot the three. She can rebound. She can score in the post. And then... Uh, their guards are really athletic, and they can get penetration. And then, of course, they always have shooters. They've always had a, a wing that can that can shoot. Now, where we have them, maybe to our advantage, is our guards are really good at getting to the basket. And Utah hurt them on it when I watched that game. And our bigs will run out there and set picks, and our guards are better than Utah's guards at getting to the rim. So... That'll be the, probably the key to the game is can we get that penetration and build it. Everybody doesn't realize Gonzaga beat them. Yep. So I'm going to get that tape tonight, and I'm going to watch it. <laughs> Plus I have a lot of good friends that are played against them in the league, and I'm sure they're going to get phone calls there saying, hey, this is how you play. This is what we did. But Coach Vanderman, she's a great coach, and she'll make adjustments, and she'll do things. She The one thing I do know, I've coached against her once. She coaches a lot like Elaine Elliott. Right. She's, she she's not going to take things away. She's going to she's going to like block it. 
And so what we have to do is execute our plays and maybe look at the second option, the third option. All right, you invited Steve Young to come on out. He came. And yep. he did. He Any, did. Anybody else you want to call out to get your game Monday? <laughs> anybody else on your mind? I can't think of anybody else I really know here that's, a, that's famous, you know. And, you know, But uh, God, it was awesome to see him. And he made a great comment at, at, in the game in our locker room. He said, your team really has – there's nobody selfish on your team. They're just out for each other. And, you know, as a coach, that's what you fight for. To try to do some some years you can't do that. You've got one great player, but if that great player is a team player, somewhat, I think Jimmer was that way. Jimmer had a score, but Jimmer was a team player. Um, you know, I had I had Aaron Thorne, who was a kind of a player. But what he said to that is what this team's been built on. It's been built on trust, and nobody being the star. It's just somebody just doing it every night. And if he sees it, and he sees a lot of games, and he, I hear. Him, a lot of football games. Like, Those guys didn't do that. It means a lot. And my girls were pretty excited to see him because they know what a legend he is. It was awesome. We haven't talked too much about your individuals, and we'll let you run here in a second. But we'll, we'll pick out one, Caitlin Aldridge. Oh. It's her only season of basketball, and she picks today for her career for her career high in scoring. That's that's her. I mean, who would who would ever think that we're in Europe that Caitlin would come in in an NCAA game and score 14 points? If you, I would have told you you're crazy. But, you know, I think what it proves to a lot of young kids out there that are playing, you know, don't get down on yourself. Don't think you're going to be a star instantly. Be patient. Let, let things work for you, and they'll always come out better. And, you know, she didn't even hardly play in Europe. Talia played that minutes. And then when Talia went down, she was ready. And, Kristen, you played for me. You know there's been a lot of players that – their time's going to come, and they just got to be ready. And like tonight, Maria was ready. Tonight, Shalay was ready. Yeah. You know, tomorrow, next game it might be Jasmine. I don't know, but you know, it's it's. Caitlin is a typical kid that just comes in and all she cares about is winning. I mean, five rings in five years. Everybody it's talks. Crazy. About, everybody talks about how great Jen was. And all, all. I mean, look at the. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. But, but she brought a lot of that to our team. That's what she's brought to our team is is winning and execution and not being afraid. We weren't afraid tonight. We weren't. We weren't afraid. They weren't afraid of those guys. She's not afraid. Paisley's not afraid. Brenna's not afraid. Shaley's not afraid. I think Sarah has, has joined the pack and going, hey, I'm not scared. They're not scared. So I think that's pretty But I'm so happy for Caitlin because, I mean, I knew she was big tonight because of the pressure. I knew she had to play more than usual. Because of that. Yeah. All your critics, I think, haven't anticipated that BYU's going to be in this position, that you'd make it this far, that you'd win the first game. And now going forward to Monday, where does that stand for your team in terms of their mindset in a huge win here and now believing and having that mindset of we're not afraid? Well, we're going to enjoy tonight. Yeah. And people say that all the time. They think, oh, yeah, we're going to. Because, hey, we want an NCAA game. It hasn't, none of them have won an NCAA game. That then t- tonight, later, it's going to be hard work by my coaches, and we're going to try to figure out what we need to do to beat whoever wins this game. I want to give a shout-out to Maria Alviero, by the way. Ten minutes, six points, and she was she was on the floor down the stretch when you're at that Paisley. You know, she really handled the pressure well tonight. She did. Uh, you know, she didn't speed up, and she used, she used her teammates to get the ball to them. And you're right. She came in, and I thought really – did not lose a beat when she came in, and that's 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 Maria. 
and I'm so happy for her because it's been she's had some games where she's really played well and she's had some games where she hasn't and tonight she had to step up big for us. Okay, lastly, this is your ninth NCAA tournament as a BYU head coach and getting to the tournament never gets old. Playing a tournament game never gets old, but winning a tournament game is what it's really all about. And You said the, the winning makes it fun. Yeah, it's fun to be here, but the winning really makes it fun. You've got one, you're looking for two. Congrats, I know it's a great feeling for you and the squad. Well, you know, it's a, a coach, you want success for your players and you want them to be able to learn and to be able to have this and to have this opportunity for them, it's going to make us better. It's made me a better coach because of it. Well, it's fun being courtside. Kristen gets this a lot. I've only gotten a little <laughs> bit of it, but I'm having a blast. Well, thanks, Greg. We really appreciate you and KSL doing all this. And I'll, a lot of people I'm sure have enjoyed listening to you. You're an exciting guy. So I know some of those baskets we made, you were probably pretty pretty crazy. And then you got a girl next to you that knows me probably better than me. Yep. And I do. Uh, so, you know, she's been around me for a long time and um, gives me a lot of encouragement as, as a coach. And, and she was a great player herself. A lot of people don't know that. And and uh, I'm sure some of the things she said, oh, yeah, we used to do it like that. <laughs> yep. So it was great. But thank you so much. She makes my job it. really easy. She does. And great game. Great uh, great job by you guys. We'll see you here uh, on Monday. All right. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Judy. All right. Thanks, that's Jeff. Coach uh, Jeff Judkins. And uh, that is our Cougar postgame coaches show, the BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show. We're going to wrap it up. And uh, I guess we'll watch some more Stanford basketball, Kristen, and see what uh, this one turns out to be right now. It's 36-18, to 18, Stanford doubling up UC Davis. Not much Davis can do against what Stanford's throwing out there right now, is there? No, not really. All right, that'll do it for today. And we'll see you Monday at either 5 o'clock Mountain Time or 7.30 Mountain Time. That's our plan right now. We'll get a tip time a little bit later on this evening. And we'll let you all know on social media and uh, via the BYU Cougars website what that tip time will be for Monday night. BYU and likely Stanford. They have a 21-point lead now on UC Davis, 39 to 18. Quick thought about Stanford from you before we check out. Well, here. I think Stanford has that experience. They've got the inside game with Alana Smith, who can also come out, as Coach Jenkins referenced. She is a hard guard that BYU will have to face if they advance. But just more balance, and I think that's what's showing through right now. Well, the fact that uh, BYU got to Monday is, uh, is is today's most important story. And uh, they had to grind to do it, too. I mean, things got really, I mean, scary, interesting late with Auburn, the way they put on that press in the fourth quarter. And that just shows what kind of team they are. They didn't give up when it got really tough, and they did an excellent job just continuing to fight, run the game plan, execute on both ends of the floor. All right, we're going to wrap it up from uh, courtside. At BYU Radio, our crew there, Nathan Israelson, Terry South, Sean Fay, Jason Shepard. Appreciation to all. Who was our intern there? Do we have an intern working today? Intern Sterling. Sterling Richards was uh, working the broadcast back in uh, Provo. And courtside, Kristen Koslowski, my color commentary partner. Thanks to Norma Bertoch, BYU's women's basketball SID. And to uh, Jeff Judkins for joining us courtside. And hope you enjoyed today's coverage from start to finish. BYU 73, Auburn 64 is our final score. Cougars move on to the second round of the NCAA tournament. The game will come up Monday night, and you'll hear it right here. So, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Women's Basketball on BYU Radio. So long from Stanford. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Matt Richardson, Athletic Director Tom Holmo, and General Manager of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.